Hi, everybody. Thank you for again welcoming us into your homes. We've been talking about being made for Mondays, kind of a a series on work and the theology of work. Today, I want to talk about idols at work and the gospel solution. Well, we've learned through this series that work is God's good idea. But anything that's good can become an idol. You see, the biblical definition of an idol is anything we love, serve, or derive meaning from more than from God. Of course, the text is Exodus chapter 20, verses 2 to 5. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. Let's pray. So, Father, we thank you for work, and we thank you for the privilege and the joy of, of being able to have jobs. And, and Lord, I thank you that uh, you are involved in our lives and our workplaces, just as you're involved at home and you're involved in our church life. Lord, we thank you that you love us so much. But we pray, Lord, that we would he- keep work in perspective, in proper perspective, and that we wouldn't allow idols at work to interfere with our relationship with you and uh, our worship, Lord. So help us, help us to guard our hearts, help us to keep in line with uh, your great love for us and your plans for us. In your name we pray, amen. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 3 to 7, reminds us that idols don't need to be made of stone. They can be idols of the heart. And John Calvin, the, uh, the great reformer, said, the human heart is an idol factory. So it's not just about primitive people bowing down before stone uh, uh, images or carvings when we talk about idolatry. Idolatry can be any good thing that's elevated to become the ultimate thing. Trusting anything to give security, satisfaction, and meaning that only the true God can give. Now, idols can be admirable traits elevated too far. When family honor becomes honor killing, I think, I think it's a good thing to have some honor regarding your family or your family of origin, to be proud of your family. But it becomes an idol when uh, that becomes is taken too far and and someone offends the family by what they do or or brings disreputation that's that's bad to the family uh, they may end up being killed by the family that's course an indication that idolatry is taking place or or when you think of uh, ethnic or national pride i think it's good to be uh, proud of your ethnic background or perhaps even the nation that you live live in but it can become an idol. It becomes an idol when, when we begin to see that uh, our nation or believe that our ethnicity is better than other nations, better than other ethnicities. This can, of course, lead to racism. So work, which is a good thing, can become an idol. You know that workaholism is the only addiction that's rewarded. You think of all the other addictions that, that people get uh, trapped into, uh, bad consequences. But uh, if you're a workaholic, you usually get promoted at work. You, you make more money. Uh, but it is a dangerous idol. 
So there are some idols at work that I've been thinking about that I wanted to talk about today. And the first one I wanted to share with you about is uh, financial security at work. Now, work is important for providing our financial security, for providing for our families. But it's not the ultimate means for our financial security. The Lord is our ultimate means for financial security because work can come and go and jobs can change and people retire and, and people can get sick and, and have to leave work or, you know, all kinds of difficult and challenging things can happen in the work environment. Uh, work cannot be the ultimate means of our financial security. The Lord God Almighty is our ultimate means. Matthew six twenty six says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Well, what's the test to see if, if, if uh, our work has, has brought this idol into our lives or we've allowed the idol of financial security to creep into our lives and, and it's replaced the Lord God as our security? I, I think that the antidote, the, the test, is whether or not we tithe, whether or not we give generously to the Lord. I think that's the antidote. And as all soul exercises are really antidotes to the idols that we sometimes harbor in our hearts. So tithing, generous, substantial, sacrificial giving is an antidote to make sure that this idol hasn't become uh, taken root in our hearts. Uh, Matthew 6.21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So in order to avoid uh, financial security, from being a good thing to being the ultimate thing in our lives, we need to give generously. Regular, planned, sacrificial giving of our time, talent, and treasure is primary to making sure that our financial security still rests in the Lord and doesn't rest in our job or the money we make at work. Now, another idol at work, I think, is, is happiness or self-fulfillment. Uh, I think it's good to find happiness and joy and satisfaction at work, and, and many people do. They, they love going to their work. They find a lot of satisfaction and joy. But it cannot be our ultimate sense of joy or satisfaction. Psalm 1611 says, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence and with eternal pleasures at your right hand. In other words, our ultimate sense of joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment has to come from the Lord and not from our jobs. Well, how might we test that? How might we check to see if this idol has replaced the Lord God in our lives? Well, a couple of questions. What gets you up in the morning? What excites you? Uh, does the Lord's presence in your life enter into your everyday thinking? Uh, does the fact that He loves you and cares for you and uh, make a difference to you in terms of your joy and satisfaction? Or does your joys just simply come from your work situation? If your joy simply comes from work, then I would suggest that we are dealing with an, an idol, uh, uh, something that is, has a proper place but should not be the ultimate thing in our lives. Where do you go when you get stressed? How do you handle challenges when you, when you feel you're stressed? Do you run to work and, or to bury yourself under a load of, of work, or, or do you go to the Lord? I think that those are important tests just to check to make sure that uh, our happiness, our satisfaction, our joy is in its proper place under the Lord, through the Lord's presence in our lives. Still another idol at work, I think, is something that I call power, control, or influence. I think it's good to have someone 
to be in charge in any work situation. Uh, someone has to take responsibility. We've all been in involved in work situations where no one's willing to take responsibility. No one's in charge, and, and that just results in chaos. It's important to have uh, power. It's important to have uh, influence and control in work situations. But unfortunately, power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's something that Lord John Acton has said. Uh, Abe Lincoln said something which I, th I thought was pretty, pretty good. He said, nearly all men can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. I think that's so true. Uh, and, and how do we test then? How do we check to make sure that, that at work our control or our influence, our power is really under the Lord and, and we're not simply, uh, well, worshiping another idol? I think that the, the proper way to check is to make sure that we are authentically worshiping the Lord God Almighty. You see, worship, in essence, is submission to the Lord. It's a prostrating of ourselves before the Lord to, to make sure that we understand in our heart of hearts that He is the one that has control, He is the one that have power, has power, and that any power that we have, any control that we have, any influence that we have is really under His authority. We might call authentic worship ongoing realignment. And, and I think there's a, there's a, there's a danger here that, that I think sometimes we think that uh, simply singing together at church is authentic worship. And, and unless that singing together is a reflection of our hearts yielding, realigning, uh, coming under the authority of God, it's, it's really not authentic worship. And, and don't mistake the uh, sense of well-being that comes from singing as worship, because I think it's, it's clear that, that singing or gathering together and singing can bring a sense of uh, joy or a sense of uh, well-being. For example, at, uh, at the Olympics, when we sing the national anthem, uh, that certainly brings a sense of joy and satisfaction and, and uh, uh, fulfillment, uh, but that's not worship. And sometimes at church, uh, just singing along with what the worship leader is singing or the worship team is singing, that's not really worship unless our hearts are attuned to submitting to the Lord. I think sometimes in a worshiping a church context, our, our worship is, is either just a sing-along or, or sometimes it's, it's simply um, vicarious worship. And by vicarious worship, it's, I mean, we're watching the worship team worship, but we're not really worshiping. We're really not submitting our hearts, our lives, our, our talents, our abilities, our day-to-day, our, -day, our everyday lives to the Lord God Almighty. So I think authentic worship is a really legitimate test to make sure that we are worshiping regularly, that we are truly submitting our will, our power, our authority um, our talent to the Lord, and that uh, we're not relying on work or uh, opportunities that we see in front of us uh, to replace the Lord God as, as He is the only one that we are to serve, and all of the power comes from Him. All authority comes from Him. Now, Scripture also teaches that demons lurk behind idols. We find that in Deuteronomy chapter 33 and in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20. You see, God's not an egomaniac. It, it's not that God needs to be worshipped. He's not sitting up in heaven and saying, well, I can hardly wait till those folks come on Sunday and, and, and worship me because that'll make me feel so much better. That's certainly not God's attitude towards worship. He does not need to be worshipped. We need to worship. 
Uh, when we worship God, we are realigning ourselves to His authority, His power, His presence in our lives. We're reminding ourselves about who we are and who He is. You see, idol worship leads to demonic interference because there are often um, demons lurking behind the idols. And if we don't get this right, we find that those demons, those spiritual forces that are behind the, the, uh, the idols, will interfere in our lives. Uh, when financial security, happiness, and power are out of line with God's, His authority in our lives, His power in our lives, we invite spiritual attack into our lives. And, and I, think that's why, I think that's why sometimes Christians uh, struggle in their lives is because they don't look after making sure that they have rid their hearts of every idol, every pretense that would set itself up against the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. And we give the enemy a foothold in our lives. So as we respect the importance and value of work, beware of the idols at work, financial security, happiness, power. There are probably more, but those are just the ones I've been focusing on today. So give generously of your time, your talent, and your treasure to break the bondage of, of uh, idols of financial security. Find your joy in the Lord. Worship authentically. Let's pray. So Lord, we thank you for your great love for us. We thank you that you have given us this ability to worship you. We have given this, us this ability to give to you. You've given us this ability to find joy in you so that we don't rely on our work situation for these things, which, which only lead to idolatry and to struggles and to all kinds of uh, challenges in our lives. So, so, Lord, we thank you that you have provided for us a means to uh, worship you and you only. Thank you that you are interested in us living free and wholesome lives, free from the bondages of sin, the bondages of the enemy. Thank you for your freeing power in our lives. I pray that we would live free. I pray that we would uh, uh, think about, consider uh, what I have been talking about today, about uh, the danger of, of uh, allowing work to be our our financial security or our sole place of finding happiness or our sole place of uh, exercising power or influence. And, and Lord, I just pray that we would just make sure that our lives are lined up with you. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit who convicts us of sin and leads us to righteousness. In your name we pray. Amen. The question of the day is this. How might you do something at work to remind yourself of these principles. You know, it, it may be as simple as putting a little post-it sticker on your, on your computer screen if you work in an office that, that says, uh, you know, worship the Lord, continue to think of the Lord today. Or it may be something like uh, programming your phone uh, to uh, send you scripture verses or reminders of, of God's presence in your life so that uh, you don't allow work to become more than what God intends it to be. So think about that, and we're going to just allow a minute or two with uh, some music background, and then I'll come back with a concluding comment. I think when we consider work and uh, the proper place that work should take in our lives, it's really important to understand that mission is critical. And by mission, I mean 
uh, God's calling to fulfill his purposes through our work and through our energy, through our lives. That's critical. I think in marriage, happiness is a byproduct of being on mission together as a couple. I've discovered that in marriage, that, that if, if, you, if you think that uh, your goal to be married is happiness, y- you won't get there. But if you, f- if you discover and if you put in practice this idea that God has called you as a couple on mission in his kingdom, and he's something, called you to something greater than simply happiness, greater than simply your marriage, you'll find that that happiness is a by- byproduct of that. And I think we find the same thing at work. If your aim is happiness at work, you won't hit it. But if you aim at mission at work, you get happiness. And I think Pastor Troy talked about this last week when he talked about this important idea that you don't look for happiness, but rather you, you look for purpose. The purpose of our life is God's mission. And God has a mission. He's a reason for placing you in your work situation. It could be the people that you're associating with at work. And, and when you see that as your mission, then you find that, that everything else will fall into place. And you'll find that, uh, that your work becomes part of God's mission in your life. And you'll find fulfillment, you'll find joy, you'll find satisfaction, you'll find influence, you'll find all these other things in their proper place. So let's remember that God has called us to mission. He's called us to a purpose. And in pursuing that purpose, we will find that our lives line up with who he wants us to be, who he's called us to be. And that way we will find true fulfillment and true satisfaction and uh, um, uh, blessings in in many ways that we would never get if you just try to uh, seek for happiness or if you just try to go and do a job. See it in terms of mission. I think that's really critical for us. Our doxology is now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. If you have any questions or if you'd like to talk to one of us, don't forget, email us, give us a phone call. We would love to chat with you. Have a great week.